What's up, all you moneymakers? I hope you're doing great today. I'm excited about this episode of Creating for Money. Uh, I'm going to be sharing with you how to brainstorm prospects. Okay, so when you're reaching out to sponsors or maybe you want to sponsor for your show, and there's different ways to qualify your show. I've done an episode about that before. Uh, but the question I often get is, how in the world do I come up with a list of people to contact? Like, who is good for my podcast? Who would be a good sponsor for my show? Uh, so I, I love this question because I do have a system for this that I am going to share with you uh, in this episode today. But before I do, I, I do want to let you know that I am hosting a small group uh, 10 sessions. It's like a little workshop uh, for, for five people that I just have the bandwidth for about five people. It's going to be a little group session. Uh, I already got a couple people joined up, so there's a few seats left. If you're interested in that, um, just let me know. Shoot me a DM here uh, wherever you're watching or on uh, Instagram or Facebook or, or wherever uh, that you can get in touch with me or go to creatingformoney.com uh, for more information uh, or to, to really contact me because what I'm going to do is just set up a, a call with you to see if your podcast and yourself are qualified to be a part of the program. Uh, so go check that out. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to, to jump into this. So the first thing that I always get that question is, who do I reach out to? I got this podcast. It's doing okay. It's doing well. Maybe and in my case, I have a fishing podcast uh, that is niche, super niche to the coast of North Carolina. And so I know that the sponsors that I want for that show need to be in alignment with my show. This makes sense. Now, this might be like, oh, duh, no wonder, you know, whatever. Um, but you got to think about it in this sense of I want the very best partnerships. I want the very best sponsorships that I can get because I want them to keep coming back. And this is, you know, something I focus on a lot is what is good for my community? What kind of relationships are good for my community? Because I don't want to, to have to call them you know, every three months, six months, 12, you know, whatever, and then have, uh, you know, like, oh, well, this isn't a really good fit. So if I do the work up front and I know what the really good fit is up front and I fit this sponsor, this partnership uh, to my podcast, then I will quickly understand and quickly realize, oh, this is not going to be as tough to renew them. Now, we just renewed a sponsor uh, this week that came on board with us, a bigger brand, we qualified them, we qualified our show, we built the value of podcasting to them, and now we're able to re-sign them again. So how do you come up with this list? Uh, I, I keep what I call my 20-plus wish list. Um, so what I do, and this is the whole process, and I could probably bring my screen up and show you my Trello board, is I have a list of categories uh, this list of categories inside of my niche. Okay, so I'm not just um, thinking about anybody and everybody. I'm not listening to other podcasts and saying who's sponsoring their shows, none of that stuff. I am I am saying what is my niche and what categories cater to that niche. So, for, for instance, um, I have, and I'm just going to pull up my Trello here, I have a list of my idea list is what I call it, or my categories list. So I have clothing companies. I have a truck dealership. I'm in the outdoor space. So clothing, people people in the outdoor space, similar to the shirt I have on, it's clothing. It's protective, weather protective clothing, weatherproof clothing, rainproof, whatever. Think about those types of brands. If you're in this space, in your niche, 
then more than likely you probably have uh, ads coming to you from these companies either on Facebook or Instagram, and it's going to give you some kind of an idea about what products are people in your niche looking for because these bigger companies, these brands that you want to work with have done the research and they're pushing that content out to you. So if your socials line up with your podcast, more than likely you can cut this down pretty quickly and come up with these different categories. So for us, we have clothing, we have a truck dealership, a cooler company, uh, fishermen take drinks on the cooler, right? Or on the boat, uh, in a cooler. So they're, they're doing that. Uh, boat parts, trailer hitch companies, uh, boat accessories, campers, camper brand, outdoor lifestyle stuff, uh, travel agencies. Um, if they are looking to go travel, maybe you're, you're catering to a group of people, even though we focus on the coast of North Carolina, but they want to go travel somewhere else and go fish somewhere else. And then we also have a full, you know, a few short shows or a series of shows about that. Um, insurance companies. So what brands and products, uh, and services rather, what services and products are really catering to your niche audience. And this is what you got to brainstorm. And hopefully you know this already because hopefully in your industry, you're using some of these already. So when my co-host and I were getting together saying, who could sponsor this show? We weren't saying, oh, let's go search the internet. We were saying, who do we already know, use, love their products, love their service that we can now recommend and get and go to them and approach them about sponsorship dollars. So this is the first thing you want to do. And I have an ideas list uh, that I just mentioned. Now, what I do with that list is I take all those different categories and I, and you don't have to have as many as me. I've been doing this for a couple of years. So I'm always brainstorming and adding stuff to it and, and meet new people and come across new industries and new services and products for my industry. But I want four to five. I want four to five of these categories. So now I can say, okay, I, I want to go find some clothing companies for the outdoor space. So what do I do? I go find four or five um, clothing companies, and I put them in that list, and I put them in that category. Now I have all this organized in a Trello. So you can put it in a Trello board, you can put it on a Google sheet, a spreadsheet, like whatever way you want to stay organized, you got to have a system. That way you can keep up with what's going on. So for Trello, for me, I create a card. I put information inside of that card, and I move it down the pipeline. Okay, so um, that is my system, but I, I get the category, and then I go through and I put four or five different brands, different companies uh, within that category. Uh, so for a boat dealership, I might put, um, you know, I might put Marine Warehouse Center, which is a sponsor of ours. I might put um, Grady Boats in there. I might put uh, Atlantic Marine or, you know, whatever. I'm just talking about companies that I know that are in my area. And now for us, I'm not... I don't really advertise exclusivity, but I don't go chasing after. So if I have a brand deal with a boat dealership, I'm not really trying to go after all of them. I really just want one of them because for me, for my audience, you know, it'd be boring to be like, yay, Marine Warehouse Center is awesome, but so is Atlantic Marine. You know, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. And you don't have that many spots anyway for your uh, podcast. That's a whole nother topic, whole nother day. Uh, but so I will put in there boat dealerships and I'll put all of them that I want to reach out to. And when I'm doing this, I'm also thinking about the people I know in those companies or the people I know who know people in those companies. I'm trying to get the lead as warm as I can possibly get it before I pick up the phone and call. I would rather call some. Now I don't care. I like, I'm not a, I'm not scared of cold calls and you shouldn't be either. It's just doing business with people and it's having conversations with people. But if I can call and say, Hey, Susan, Johnny over at blah, blah, blah said that you might would be interested in sponsorships or you'd be a good qualified business for sponsorships for my, my very popular fishing podcast or whatever the conversation is. I mean, I get a whole, 
I get a whole training on how to do all that stuff. Um, but this is what you want to do. So you want to think about those companies and move those companies to the top of your list. So if you know somebody that works there, somebody that did work there, a cousin, uncle, brother, sister, whatever, um, you want to put those to the top of your list when you're prospecting because I don't want to spend all of my time, and you shouldn't either, trying to figure out who is the best person to talk to, who, what companies, all this stuff. Like you want to get this as hot as you can uh, or as warm as you can. So clothing companies, four or five of them. Boating companies, four or five of them. Insurance companies, four or five of them. And by the time you do this, so if you have four to five um, prospect, you know, categories, and then you have four to five companies per category. Now you're at 16 to 25 potential, you know, sponsors that are what I call pre-qualified and I've pre-qualified them based on my industry, based on my niche. So I'm not, um, you know, I'm not sitting here going, Oh man, I, you know, I want this couch company to come sponsor or this, or this, uh, mattress company to come sponsor my show. Sure. That's possible. Sure. Everybody sleeps. Everybody needs a bed. But your audience is coming for the value of the content that you're providing. So the closer you can match these two things up, the, the, the wants and desires of your audience and the wants and the desires of your sponsor, the longer that relationship is. And I know this to be true because we just signed on two sponsors from last year for the entire season, and that's 52 episodes for the entire year of 2020. And it's because we said no to the wrong sponsors and yes, and built the value to the right sponsors. Now, we don't have people banging on our door asking us to come sponsor our show. I'm still doing outreach. I'm still bringing on people. I'm still, you know, doing whatever. And I have a whole, I have a whole bunch of strategy, for lack of a better term, to get to get the attention of sponsors, to get in their their ear, to get meetings with them, and all kinds of other stuff. But for this exercise and for this episode. I want you to start to brainstorm that because what happens is people, especially as podcasters, more than likely, or live streamers, more than likely you are already consuming someone else's content. And then those sponsors come on and you go, oh, well, such and such sponsored that show. And so they would probably be more than likely to sponsor my show. And that's not always the case. And that's not always the best way to go because you don't know what deal they got worked out. You know how big that podcast is. You don't know anything about that show. So you shouldn't get your hopes up to just because they sponsored someone else's show, they're going to sponsor yours. Qualify the the sponsors. And, pre, and, and this is a pre-qualification for me. I go through, I go, yep, you serve this industry. Bam, awesome. You serve this person. Bam, this is who I serve. And the more those match, the better opportunity I have to bring them on to be a sponsor of the show. And the better my audience is going to respond to their product, to their service, and get some return on investment for them. Now, what I do after that is I will reach out to them and I will basically just inquire, do you sponsor podcasts? Have you ever sponsored podcasts? Now, in my situation, I have noticed that I am more than, in in my industry, I should say, I'm spending more time educating people on podcast sponsorship than anything else. And, And I love this. I love being the front runner, the forerunner, if you will, of of answering these questions, of building the value of podcasting because it's very valuable and the way that we do it is very valuable. And I want to build this this rapport with them, this rapport. And I want to be the first person. I want to be that first 
podcast that they sponsor. I want to get on a discovery call with them and figure out what are the pain points of your business and how can I help you solve those? And is this audience that I have in this community that I'm building valuable to you? And this is one of the biggest myths. And I always try to say this when I'm talking about sponsorships is you need 10,000, a hundred thousand, a million people listening to your show so you can charge a CPM rate and get raked over the CPM calls and make pennies when you could be making dollars. And I want to encourage you Know your audience, know your niche, and qualify or pre-qualify in this case the sponsors that make the most sense for your show. And the more that you have these two relationships working together, the more success you're going to have selling sponsorship spots, the more return on investment they're going to have, the more feedback they're going to get, and the, and the more likely they are to go, cool, I'm going to write you another check. I'm going to write you another check when this agreement is up uh, because they are, are really seeing the impact that your show is having uh, because you are a creator. You are showing up every single week or bi-weekly or whatever your frequency is. You're building that relationship. You are the voice, and this is you know part of um, that part of that value of being a podcaster is you're a human. So, you know, the way we do our show is we bake in ads and we don't take them out and people listen to older episodes and they kind of binge listen to them. So there's a lot of value in that. But as a podcaster in general, you are building a relationship every single week. These people that are listening to your show, your audience are more than likely making you a part of their weekly lives at some point. I know I do this as a content consumer. I have, podcasts that come out on Monday that I listen to while I'm in the shower, while I'm washing the dishes, while I'm walking the dog, whatever it is, and they've become a part of my life. And so that's part of the value. I'm not going to get into all of it. I can just nerd out on sponsorship stuff all day long. Uh, our show's been sponsored since episode number five with 400 total downloads. So you don't need 10,000, 20,000, 100,000 people listening to your show to be able to make any money off of it. You need to have the right conversations. You need to line up the pitch the correct way. You need to figure out what is the pain points of that company and how can you become a voice for their company on your show. So if this has been helpful for you, I want you to do a couple of things. One, I want you to follow this if you're watching, wherever you're watching or wherever you're listening, I want you to follow. So if it's on YouTube or Twitch, I want you to hit follow button on the on my channels because I'm going to do some more of this stuff. And if you're listening, uh, please hit that follow button as well so you'll be notified when new episodes come out. And if this is your first time checking out Creating for Money, uh, we have changed it up a little bit this year. So more than just solo content like this, I'm going to be bringing on other experts. Uh, and I got uh, several of them lined up from e-commerce to uh, making money with social audio um, so I'm really excited about those people coming on the show here in the coming weeks. So be sure to hit that subscribe button. And once again, go over to creatingformoney.com, send me um, an email, and let me know if you want help with sponsorships for your podcast. And we can jump on a discovery call. And if it's a good fit, then I may have a program for you. Uh, so that is all for this episode. Go out there. If you don't take action, here's the thing. Leave with this. If you don't take action, don't be pissed when no one is calling you. No one is reaching out to you. No one is uh, no one is going to do that, by the way. Just so you know, I've been doing this for a, a little while now, not, not a super long time, uh, but between building my brand and helping other people build brands, no one's going to call you. It's not going to magically happen one day. It's going to be because of the action that you take and the things that you put in place and the consistent application of elementary things that's going to get you to where you want to go. So go out there, create something great. I hope this video has inspired you or this, this audio track, if you're listening to the podcast, has inspired you to make this list 
and don't get attached to it and don't get bummed when somebody tells you no. But if you need help, so if you make this list and you're looking at 25 you know, potential prospects and you go, Billy, I just don't know what the next move is. I have no idea how to prepare a media kit, a pitch. I don't know what to call. What do I say? All that kind of stuff. Get in touch with me. Uh, Billy at Creating for Money as well is another way. And we can set up a call and see where you're at from there. All right, guys, that is all for me. Hope you have a wonderful day, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some music here, and, and we'll see you later.